Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. The fish farming industry in Wisconsin is looking to grow. I'm Stephanie Huff for the Midwest Farm Report. Chris Hartleb is the director of the Northern Aquaculture Demonstration Facility. This is a field station of the UW system and is there to address questions that fish farmers in the Midwest have that are holding back their business from expansion. This includes applied research and education. Chris Hartlib is also the professor of fisheries biology at UW-Stevens Point. He shares with me some of the things he's working on right now to tackle some of those challenges that the fish producers face in Wisconsin. Sure. One of the the questions we've been tackling for about eight years now is that walleye is a very popular fish in the Midwest. People like to fish for it. People like to eat it. Um, And yet all the walleye that you see in restaurants and supermarkets are imported. Um, yet it's a native fish to Wisconsin. So we're trying to figure out ways to uh, farm, and that is culture walleye, uh, both outdoors and indoors. Um, and it's basically converting a wild natural fish into a domesticated farmed fish. Oh, it it kind of takes Wisconsin fish fry to a whole new meaning. Yeah, it would be nice to have some homegrown fish. So what is the prevalence of fish farming in Wisconsin? You know, you're, you're working on bringing walleye in, but what, what are we already producing? How big of an industry is it? Um, well, I think nationwide, Wisconsin ranks about 11th in the nation in terms of fish production at, at fish farms. Um, it's the number one producer in the Midwest, though. And fish that are commonly raised here include rainbow trout, uh, yellow perch, a variety of sunfish, um, and then some other fish such as Atlantic salmon, some native fish for stocking into lakes and rivers. Why do we farm fish? What's the point? Is it, is it better than importing it? Well, yeah, I mean, a little bit of what you were saying there, and that is, is that... Uh, First and foremost, it's a lot less expensive, and the, food, the fish are of higher quality if you farm fish here in the United States compared to importing them from foreign countries where you have no idea what they've treated the fish with, what's been in the water that the fish have been swimming in. I often say to people who question it, and they say, isn't it better to eat wild fish than it is farmed fish? And I said, the safest fish to eat are U.S. farm-raised fish because we know exactly where they've been and what they've eaten. In terms of farming in general, farming of fish in general, you know, consumption of fish is far, by people is far exceeded what the wild can produce. We've overfished the oceans. We've overfished the freshwater as well. Just like any other type of farming, we have to go to more of a high-density production, such as farming of fish, to produce the, all the fish that's needed for human consumption. Is there a demand for farm-raised fish specifically? Well, I mean, essentially, in terms of harvesting fish from the wild, which is the traditional way it's always been done, you know, that, that's, that plateaued back in the 1980s. In other words, there's no more fish in the sea. We're taking out as many as they're being produced. So as people have a higher demand for fish, where's it going to come from? Well, it's going to come from farms. So farm-raised production of fish worldwide surpassed wild capture of fish back in the, around 2001. We eat a lot of fish. We need fish. We can't take it from the ocean anymore. It needs to be farmed. You guys are working on ways to make it, well, to help people get involved in the industry. But what does it take to, to be a fish farmer? What does investment look like? Equipment? How do you find a processor? Transportation? Feed? Sure. Well, the two most important things, and I actually prefer them in this order, is first is find out where your market's going to be and establish a farm near your market because transportation and shipping costs can put you out of business right away. So try to find your market and try to figure out how you're going to deliver your fish to that market. 
And then the second one would be is, is find a, a pure source of water. Because that's what fish farming, that's what makes it different from all other types of farming is that you're farming in water. You need a pure source of high-quality water. You've got to look for a location that fills those two right away. And then after you've found that location, and then you've got to look into, okay, so what does the consumer want me to raise? What type of fish? How can I do it efficiently? And then sort of what is the science, the biology behind raising that fish? During the pandemic, were those markets disrupted? How does supply chain disruption impact producers right now? Well, sure. I mean, you know, a lot less people were going to the supermarkets. A lot of them were doing the home ordering of food. I don't think that necessarily you know, fresh fish was right, right, you know, right on their list. I think they were thinking more of foods that can last in the cupboard for a while. So the, the fish farming industry definitely took an impact from COVID. Um, also, a lot of fish farmers, you know, have their sales. They do roadside sales. They do farmers markets. A lot of those different avenues were cut off for a while. People went out less often. Then, of course, there's the sale to restaurants, and people were eating out a lot less. They, they definitely got impacted by COVID, and I know the federal government was offering some relief packages to fish farmers to help them make it through these difficult times. How about labor? Well, I mean, there, maybe there's a little bit of an advantage there in that most fish farms or fish facilities are outdoors. So they were allowed, you know, good spacing of employees to help control outbreaks, you know, that might have happen uh, at different fish farms. Um, I think more to the point was is that, a, you know, with the, sh- with the labor shortage, there was a, there's a, what do you want to say, a battle over who gets the employees, who can offer the highest wages. That's probably where fish farmers, you know, took a greater hit, was that fish farming is not necessarily the best paying job in the world. It's not bad, but it's not the highest paying. When they're suddenly faced with competition as to who wants to hire the one person looking for a job, it can get difficult. Superior Fresh was at the Innovation Square at Farm Technology Days in Eau Claire this summer. And they pushed a lot on their sustainability and how everything's reused. It's a circle of life when they they raise fish and then they raise vegetables. It's a circle of nutrients, if you will. I mean, is that something that that the fish farming industry is pushing? Is uh, the sustainability message? Sure. I mean, that's, I mean, just like I think most farming industries, sustainability is the key word there. And that is, is that for the most part, traditional fish farming raises fish in ponds or artificial streams. So the fish farmers are basically borrowing you know, water that belongs to you know, the, you know, the environment, using it to raise the fish and then discharging the water. That's where it gets, fish farming gets a lot of its criticism is that it's polluting the waterways, um, which in general is not the case. The fish farmers actually have to purify it before they can return it back to the wild. But when you get into something like Superior Fresh, where they're doing what's called recirculating aquaculture, this is where the water essentially doesn't really leave the property. It just goes through filters and gets returned back to the fish again. So it's a more sustainable way of raising fish is through recirculating aquaculture. The toughest thing is, is that you have to have really good filters, and really good filters have only come on the market in the past 10 years. So recirculating aquaculture is also the newest form of fish farming, highly efficient way of controlling the quality of water. And it also sounds like what goes into the fish and what comes out of the fish also has a story of sustainability. Is that, (laughs) I don't know, is there a good way that you can describe that for us? Well, you know, I, I try to tell people, you know, especially when spring comes and everybody wants to fertilize their vegetable gardens or their lawns. You know, when they go out and they look at different fertilizers, if you actually compare things such as, and I hate to use the terms, but things like cow manure, chicken manure, and fish manure, 
you're going to find that fish manure is the most nutrient-rich fertilizer that you can buy. So, And that's because the high-quality diet that goes into the fish, as you put it, is results in the high-quality output of fertilizer. And you buy it by the bottle. You'll, you'll find it in some nurseries and garden stores. And it's usually the most expensive, too, which is kind of ironic because fish farms are generally looking for people to take it off their hands. I mean, is anything going on in, at the policy level to either benefit or incentivize people getting into the fish industry? It sounds, you know, as we talked about, there's de- we need more fish. Do we need more fish farmers? And how do they get into the industry? Yeah, I mean, that, that, that is a good question. And I mean, that's where the Northern Aquaculture Demonstration Facility tries to play a role, especially being part of the university. Is we offer an aquaculture minor here at UW-Stevens Point. We're trying to educate the next generation of fish farmers. And that's a, something that definitely exists right now is that you see an aging population of fish farmers. They need new, new, new people coming into it. Um, they need the youth starting to get interested in doing the farming. And uh, the biggest obstacle to that is, is that it's expensive to get into fish farming if you want to own your own farm. How does somebody fresh out of college who has the knowledge get into fish farming? And that's where we've got to try to create a link between the farms that are there, that they take on these, these younger people maybe as apprentices and have them work for a couple of years and learn the ropes and then maybe take over the business from there. Um, but in general, the fish farming industry says that there's a shortage of workers and they need more people. Where can people learn more about farm-raised fish in general? I mean, they can go to places like our, our, our website. We have a, a lot of information there for people getting involved as well as those who want to improve their production. Um, they can always contact their state Department of Agriculture. Fortunately, fish farming is considered agriculture. Um, that's one of the reasons we're talking, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And they can start getting some links and foundation there as well. No, many states have aquaculture associations. Wisconsin has the Wisconsin Aquaculture Association. They can always reach out to them, and maybe they can go shadow a farmer for a day or a week, learn more about the business. And then there is also a National Aquaculture Association. Generally, they'll provide you with some general information, and then they'll direct you to a state association. If this interview is sparking interest in maybe pursuing fish farming as a career, there's some resources for you. What about consumers that want to purchase farm-raised fish? Is there any way for them, what's the best way for them to get in contact with fish producers or places that sell Wisconsin farm-raised fish? Sure. I mean, fortunately, most supermarkets, if you go to the, go to the seafood section, They'll have the fish labeled as either wild or farm-raised. Um, usually they say farm-raised USA, but you can always ask the grocer as to where in the U.S. that came, that came from. They should know the, the chain that has delivered that fish to the supermarket. Um, they can also look at, uh, like I said, the Wisconsin Aquaculture Association or whatever their state's aquaculture association is, um, and usually they'll have the link of fish, fish farms on there. I know Wisconsin Sea Grant maintains the, uh, they call it the Eat Wisconsin Fish website. It'll give you a list of farms. And then a lot of farms are getting into uh, attending the local farmer's markets on weekends. That's another place to keep your eyes out to see if there are farms there selling their fish. Chris, anything else going on in your research that you wanted to talk about? The only thing I was mentioning, we talked about walleye. The other fish that we're focusing on right now is Atlantic salmon. And that's a very popular and high-valued fish in the U.S., um, and there, as you mentioned, Superior Fresh, we're working with them and some other farms as well to raise Atlantic salmon indoors in a circulating system, which since it's a migratory fish that goes from freshwater to saltwater, that introduces a challenge to try to keep it indoors in freshwater. So that's another project that we've been working on for a couple of years. Another thing that I just thought of, Chris, was sometimes people have problems with wild-caught fish because of the harm to sea life, You know, whether that's the dolphins or the sea turtles. Is that another factor that you guys present when it comes to buying farm-raised fish? I mean, that's interesting because if you talk to you know, a person on the street and say, do you eat fish? And if they say yes, and you say, what fish do you prefer? 
most often they say wild caught. Yet I don't think they give some thought to what you just said, and that is, is what other fish or animals are being caught and you know, accidentally during the process. Where has that wild fish been? What has it eaten? We have no idea. And yet a U.S. farm-raised fish, you know exactly what pond or tank that fish is raised in. You know exactly what it's been fed and what the quality of the water is. And you also know that no other animal is being harmed in the process. As I mentioned already, I said, when people say to me, well, when you eat fish, what do you eat? I said, I solely eat U.S. farm-raised fish. People are so into, you know, know your food, know your farmer. Well, the fish industry can be right along with that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the fish farms will offer you uh, some uh, fishing right on site. They'll have sea fishing operations where you can actually go and catch your dinner if you want to. (laughs) Oh, that sounds like a blast. Uh, Not a bad idea, especially if you're not good or new to fishing as well, because the the ponds are full of nothing but farmed fish that are very hungry and will eat anything that hits the water. So you're guaranteed to catch a fish. Excellent. Yeah, 100% guaranteed in dinner. (laughs) I like that. That's Chris Hartlib along with us. He's the director of the Northern Aquaculture Demonstration Facility. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.